Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the Women in Tech Weekly Remix episode. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Hi, I'm Olivia Wensley. I'm the head of customer success at Automio. We are a legal tech company and I am lucky enough to work remotely in Queenstown, New Zealand. So my past is I used to be a lawyer for almost 10 years and um, I've now landed my dream role because I've always had this obsession with tech. So it sort of started when I was... um, Five and my parents had a Commodore 64. Right? Commodore 64, yeah. So I used to play computer games and I was just obsessed. And I always, um, growing up, have been really, really into like gaming and just tech on computers. I'm just, yeah. So it's always been a hobby. And I don't know why, but I never sort of considered it a viable career option, I guess, because it's something a bit different for women, especially. But so after 10 years in the law and trying to introduce tech there, um, I'd always be pushing the boundaries, really. I was like the first person in my town to bring an iPad to court and um, stuff like that. Just, you know, trying to modernize a really old, traditional, quite boring profession, to be honest. So trying to bring tech to make things um, to help, yeah, make lawyers work smarter. So I didn't intend my tech story is quite cool because I didn't intend on getting into it it sort of found me which was neat so what happened is I was done with law 10 years I decided to leave it and have a baby because it's just too complicated to stay and I I decided I was ready for something else right my little girl was six months and I started getting these ads on Facebook from this company called Automio and I, I looked and I was like oh my god finally finally we've got this solution for lawyers something yeah I I've I've They've built something that I've wanted for so long. I love so, that you were excited I, that you were getting targeted by ads. I know, I know, because it was I was just so hyped to find this company. I was like, and in New Zealand. So um, I just felt compelled to call them. So I contacted the CEO, which is this awesome lady called Claudia King. And so she created this software um, 
because as a lawyer as well, she she was frustrated. The way lawyers do things are really slow and inefficient and they need to get with the modern times. So I gave her a call and I was like, look, I just, I, I have to join you. I love what you're doing. And she's like, well, this is awesome because we're actually advertising here have a look and she sent me the role yeah and it was perfect um so yeah so head of customer success and um it's great it was how just, long have you been with them so I've been with them for nine months now so, so yeah cool. yeah and it's just it's just been so amazing like having this job where I actually I'm thriving I love it and the culture is so great. So it's a real contrast to my previous profession. So we've got this um, woman who just, she empowers me all the time um, and to, to do amazing things and to, yeah, so it's it's been great. And did you say it's a remote company? Um, so they're based in Taranaki and, sorry, so New Plymouth is where they are. Uh, that's in the, n- in the North, North Island. Island. Yes, yeah. correct, correct. <laughs> and I've actually never been there, believe it or not. <laughs> so, I almost but, went, but they were having yeah. a water situation after there's a cyclone. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. So um, I, yeah, so I get to work remotely here in Queenstown, which is excellent. And with the modern tech, I just don't feel isolated. I've, I really enjoy working remotely. It's great. So my name is Kit. I'm the creative director at New Media Design. And New Media Design is a website and graphic design company. We do branding and strategy. We are in Christchurch, New Zealand. I call myself a creative director. I've got a web design company. Um, I love technology. I set it up when I was about 21. Um, And yeah, right the sort of beginnings of the internet, I remember when it first started up, my dad was really involved in, um, in sort of helping to bring the internet to um, to New Zealand. So, yeah, I think we were probably one of the first households that had wait, wait, the wait, internet. Wait. Your dad was involved in bringing the internet to yeah, New Zealand? What does that even mean? Just in a small way. Yeah, I think he was setting He's up... He's Al Gore. No, just setting, <laughs> you know, just setting up um, what was then telecom with what then became email. Yeah. And, you know, I remember him calling me into his office and saying, hey, look at this. I can send this message and it goes over here. Wow. And then when the, the internet first came about, I remember that. And so, yeah, it was epic and I wasn't really involved from the start. So I think I was just answering phones for him and I had this software called Front Page 95 yeah. um, on my computer and I started teaching myself how to make websites and loved so it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah, and I've been into design forever, so it was just sort of an obvious step. So now, yeah. Now, did your dad have a home office? or that was yeah. an outside? Well, both. Because my dad had a, ho- a home office yeah. and that is how I discovered computers as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. And my parents used to say that there were office police that would, <laughs> that would arrest um, daddies, if their little girls <laughs> were in the office, no and there's so much like clicking away on the computer. That's hilarious. I'll never hear office police. Office police. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and so then, how did you you yourself taught? And you said that that was before you were 21. You created your first company at 21. But how old were you when you started teaching yourself um, how to design? Probably around 18. 18. Yeah, yeah I, 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 so I was self-taught. I started making websites for friends, and then I thought I'd better get a piece of paper that says I can really do this. And websites weren't super mainstream then, right? No. It was kind no, of like just a gimmick or nice to yeah, have. Yeah, it was or... like, oh, you could have a website. It's yeah. Like, oh, what do I really need that for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People would say. So, yeah, it was totally different but hilarious. So, it, yeah, then I did yeah. a course because I thought I'd better oh, cool. get a piece of paper and – um. Then, yeah, I meet my girlfriend on this course and we both took off to London where I um, started working as a 
real grown up web designer and no that's where way. I got heaps of experience. And when you were twenty one. Yeah. And um how how did you teach yourself web design? It seems very daunting. Oh, the same way that you would teach yourself any sort of software program yeah. really or any like new you know, when you get first get an iPhone, you're like, How does this work? Do I push this button? Whoops, no. Yeah, yeah. Or do I push this one? Oh, I see. Yeah. So yeah, just just trial and error. Yeah. You know, just making things and how does that work? I mean these days as well, anything you can just put it into YouTube and say, "How do I totally?" And there'll be a video that didn't exist back then. But Dude, yeah. that's how I learned HTML with yep. MySpace, wanting to make my profile page cool. cool. Yeah, <laughs> you really want to, you know, yeah. and when you're really driven to like, oh, I really want to make it pretty, and I don't want those dots. I want it to be squares and yeah, yeah. Then you just, you know, flick around and you figure it out. Hi, I'm Claire and I work for a company called Cacophony. I'm a software developer and what we try and do is save New Zealand's birds so that we have glorious bird song in New Zealand again. Based in Christchurch, New Zealand. It was kind of a funny journey for me because I grew up with technology. My mum was into it, my dad was into it. When I was at high school, I learned to program and then I was like, oh, okay, it's not, you know. Yeah. So I talk about the dinner table and then I learned and I was like, oh, that's that's okay, but I'm going to go and do this other cool stuff. And then when I finished university, um, I did a maths degree. I came out and I guess I didn't want to go into that, that highly structured university world. And I went out and got a job in technology. And I just love the fact that it's, you know, you use your mind, you talk to people, and it's just a really good job, quite flexible as well. Um, I've been all around the world. Tell me, tell me more about it. Well, actually, we did our OE and, and we chose to go to Sweden. And at that time, I went and worked for a gaming company. And what's OE? Oh, I was overseas experience. So. What is that? It, oh, yeah, I forget. This is a Kiwi thing. So, what we tend to do in here is sometime before we're 30, go and work in another country. Because we're so far away from um, Europe. and that. I didn't even know that that was part of the culture to go work in another country for a year. Oh, yeah, for a year or more. Um, quite often people do it before they go to university, mm-hmm. but, but we did ours as, as professionals. So that's different than a gap year. Yeah, I guess it, it's, a, it's sort of similar, but we often take ours a bit later, maybe after we've done some study or some work. And what what did you do during your, your overseas experience year? Well, actually, I'd worked in um, tech for five years and I was a little bit burnt out. So I started off as a kayak instructor. Nice. Yeah. And then um, I worked for Dice, which is one of the big gaming industries. That was amazing because it was at a time when they were moving from second generation games to third generation games and, and the companies were expanding and they were learning how to talk to more bigger teams work with bigger teams how did you learn how to code out of a book at home oh my gosh (laughs) so overwhelming what book do you remember uh it was turbo pascal wow yeah i guess i was a lucky person because um, because you're really smart and you were able to learn from a book (laughs) yeah like my brain just works like that um yeah and who gave you this book Oh, I was lying at home. I live. <laughs> I came from a family of, of of computer people, but I tell you, I didn't just fall into it. I had a sign on my wall that said, "I do not like computers." You know, no computer talk in my room. Oh, because it was almost rebelling because your whole family was into computers. <laughs> that was it, and then I ended up in the industry. But what I've really found out is, you know, there's there's coding, and then there's talking to the clients and. 
being able to walk both of those yeah. worlds is is just there's not many people who can do that. So you don't have to be good at both bits. You know, you don't have to be the best. Just right. being able to talk to people and. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.